0: It's time now for Practical Faith with Pastor Nick Cash. In Practical Faith, Nick gives five minutes of fuel for following Jesus in your everyday life. Today's
1: episode of Practical Faith will be a creative one. I want to invite you to use your imagination as we talk together today. So I have a question for you and I want to invite you to use your imagination as we talk through our answers to this question. So here it is. What is one of your most favorite songs of worship? It could be a hymn. It could be a praise chorus. It could be an old favorite song from your days in children's church or youth camp. Maybe it's a contemporary worship anthem of some kind. And listen, it doesn't have to be your most favorite. uh, Just one of your favorites will do. All right. So think about that song. Get it set in your mind. Okay. Next, I'd like for you to think about why you chose that song. What is it about that song that makes it one of your favorites? Is it the beat or the feel of the song? Is it a particular line or a verse from the song that you especially connect with? Is it the overall message of the song that makes it meaningful to you? One of my most favorite songs of worship is the 1873 hymn entitled, It Is Well, and I particularly love the second verse. It goes like this. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, oh, my soul. Now, I love composition and punctuation. I'm a bit of a grammar nerd. And in this second verse of it as well, you can hear that the writer can barely contain himself just trying to get his thought out. He actually interrupts himself twice in just three short lines trying to express his praise to God. It's beautiful. And I love it because I connect with it personally. This verse resonates with me in my own experience of God's gracious and overwhelming forgiveness toward me. I suspect that you probably chose a song whose message and lyrics you personally connect with as well. You may love the rhythm of the song. You may love its melody. But most of all, you probably chose a song whose lyrics express your own heart's gratefulness and adoration toward God. Today, we have our songbooks and our hymnals. We have our past and present songwriters for the church's worship of God, from Charles Wesley to Fanny Crosby to Chris Tomlin, Matt Redmond, and so on. Well, the ancient Jews also had a songbook uh, for their worship of God. It was called the Psalms. And after thousands of years, their songbook is preserved for us right here in our very own Bibles. Now, we no longer know the tunes to the songs that they sang to But we do have their lyrics, and we can see how they corporately worshipped and adored God together in song. In the next couple of episodes of Practical Faith, we are going to look at one particular psalm and how it reflected the faith and the worship of the people toward God. And then we're actually going to use this psalm as a template to write our own songs of worship to God. Now, I'd love to hear back from you. Please send me your thoughts, your comments and questions. The email address is practicalfaith at like Practicalfaith@liketreesplanted.com. I'd love for you to share your favorite song of worship with me and then I can share it here with our listeners here on the air.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Practical Faith. Access more free resources on how to integrate Christian faith into your everyday life at liketreesplanted.com